Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stand by for an urgent bulletin. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Uh, Who's better at this job of radio? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Jeff Lutz. Really good to great, you know, depending on the day. Wow! Hey! Isn't that exciting? 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's showtime, baby! You'll go wacko, bananas, nuts, crazy, unbelievable! Welcome back, everyone. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, happy to be joined by our good friend Mike Purchase, who's with us on Wednesdays most of the time for our Top Ten Wednesday segment. Mike, welcome. Good to be here. I've been listening in. I listen all the time anyway. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. And I've been listening to the show today. But it's well, good to we, be here. we always appreciate your listenership. And what's your, uh, what's your category for today? My top ten today is favorite things of spring. I like that. Like the season spring. Yeah, that's good. Uh, right. Jeff's doing uh, top ten books he's he'd like to write. I'm doing top ten books I'd like to write. So uh, why don't we just kick this thing off uh, with uh, you, Mike, number ten on your list sure. of your favorite things about spring. I love spring festivals. Number ten. I was driving around the other day and over on the south side of uh, south side of town near Pawnee and uh, in that area, Meridian, out through there, there was a little festival going on, a little carnival thing. I love those, but I love it when towns do spring festivals as well. Spring festivals. Spring festivals. I don't know the last spring festival I attended. I need to do well, that. Let me know when there happening. is one, would you, Mike? Okay, sure. They're happening, so uh, they're, they're fun to go to. Uh, Jeff, your top ten list is books you would like to write. Of course, you'll never get around to it. I, mean, I might write a will. book. Someday. Maybe you will, but you certainly won't write all ten unless you get on a roll. I'd be lucky to write a single book. What's number ten on your list? Uh, Geronimo. Your thoughts? The Native American. Yeah, that guy. Uh, have you looked for books that have been written on him? I have not. But well, Mike, have you ever read a book about Geronimo? I, I actually have. I was down in Florida, and there was a, I went to, I think it's Pickens, Fort Pickens, which is a place, if I'm not mistaken, where they held him for a captive for a while. And they had some books, and I bought one on Geronimo. And the movie is really good with West Studi as well. So there you go. You know, our, our, our knowledge and uh, our ability to 
learn about Native Americans is probably at a at a higher level than it's ever been. Yep. Yet they're they're I haven't I can't remember the last time I saw Geronimo depicted in any any kind of movie or anything like that. And that used to happen all the time, right? Yeah, used to. So, hey, Jeff, whenever you're ready, we'll take a road trip up to a, uh, the, to the Dakotas to see the Geronimo Monument. It's worth seeing. Let's they, do you it. Start your book. Yeah, I'm, I'll seriously do it. We'll go this weekend. <laughs> I think everybody should go uh, spend time in South Dakota. It's, it's, an, it's an amazing state. Yeah, absolutely a gorgeous state. Uh, number 10 on my list of things I'd like to write a book about. Um, my childhood neighborhood, the 1000 block of North Baltimore Street. Uh, I, I just would like to write a book about uh, growing up as a kid in the, in the 60s and being in that neighborhood, kind of in a cocoon, uh, and just everything that happened uh, when I was a kid. And, and it, my life revolved around that that tiny little neighborhood in Derby, Kansas. I think it'd be interesting to write about. I have no idea how I'd go about it, uh, but I'd like to. I'd like to write a book about it someday, which I never that, will. I'm 68 years old for crying. That'd out. take that quite the it. memory. Hey, look at look at what uh, uh, what's his name at KFC, the Colonel. Look at what the Colonel did at, at late age. You can do it, Bob. Yeah, that make an interesting TV show. Yeah, maybe I got maybe I got a book in me, although it doesn't feel like it at the moment. Uh, doesn't feel like it. I'll just say that. Uh, maybe I'll write a book about why I can't write a book. That'd be very meta. <laughs> uh, number nine, Mike, on your list of your favorite things about spring. Okay, this just sounds a little bit crazy, but I've uh, in my older age, as I'm getting older, I bought me a whittling kit, a little whittle kit knife set. I love sitting on the front porch whittling sticks. That's awesome. That's just it's, it's, awesome. It's that just, takes me you know, back to a slower time, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I enjoy sitting on the front porch, especially this time of year with the storms and, the, and everything else that comes about. Uh, number nine, Jeff, on your list of subject matter for a book, potentially. Now, these are like uh, book subjects that I would write about, and I wouldn't probably probably – necessarily write about personal experiences that's all i'd write about so i went with people um norm mcdonald you want to do you want to be a biographer i mean if i would write if i were to write a book it would be about somebody it would it would be a biography i got a likely. couple of those but most of mine are centered on me what does that say well i don't think Mike needs a uh, advanced degree in psychology to tell us what that <laughs> Mike, means. Mike, what does that say? I know me better than anyone else, and I don't have to do a whole lot of research. I think for probably most people listening in, it makes sense, and it, it kind of explains where both of you come from. Uh, you have a kind of a, I wouldn't say a different worldview, but a different perspective on things, and that's okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm starting we to should worry. have had Mike mediate the first hour of the show. <laughs> Uh, Probably not. <laughs> you wouldn't have liked the mediation, Jeff, so let's go. I'm sure. <laughs> Number nine on uh, my list of things I'd like to write a book about is League 42. I've been asked about that many times, and uh, the changing of gears in my life uh, at a relatively late age uh, to go from uh, 43 years in journalism, uh, actually a few more if you count 
my time in uh, at the Derby Daily Reporter. That counts, right? Sure. Had two yeah. years there uh, the, to do a nonprofits. I, I don't know if it'd be interesting. Uh, I don't know that it would be interesting. So we'll see. Number eight, Mike, on your list of uh, springtime things you like. It's kind of a cheat, but I still it's something that I like about the spring. The the anticipation of summer. I'm ready to go get in that lake right now and go swim and enjoy it. But the anticipation of warmer weather and summer that's on its way. I love that one of your favorite things about spring is, well, I can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> well, it's not so much to be over, but it's it's a good time. The fly, well, I can't say too much. Jeff kind of got you there, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say that. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes it's, it's it happens. To my, it's the intro, well, we're in spring, and it's the introduction to my favorite time of year, which is summer. So I'm going okay. to do a top ten on summer sometime. Let's so talk. basically you're looking at June 20th as at that time. Oh, the best day of your the, life. It's like, that's the best day of my life, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, where are we here, Jeff? Number eight on your list of book subjects. I don't know if I could uh, – I hate saying stuff like this because it's like if you're so fascinated, why don't you know more? Why don't you read more? But I've always been fascinated by – like the 1860s outlaws, gunfighters. You have, yeah, but like, what? That's so empty because what do I? What have I ever done about it? Not much. I've never even heard you say it. Um. Well, I have a couple books, but why don't I just read them? Right? Like, why don't you read it? Uh, I have so many books that I need to get to. And have you ever watched an old western? No, not that I know. Yeah, of. I don't. I don't really care about the fictionalization. Mike uh, is every movie a fictionalization? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Some are even like Open Range is very accurate to the old west. I, I think eighteen eighty three was very accurate. Have you? Do you go to places like Cowtown or anything like that? And, I've been to Cowtown, but like yeah. I said, I want to know what actually happened. I'm. I'm more that guy than a film yeah. version. As accurate as it might be, I, I want to know the the real real story. Yeah, that'd be, and, that'd be and, an interesting read as well. He's it's never going to no, happen, Mike. He's given no evidence of that over the years, but that's okay. Well, because uh, a lot of that stuff happened here in Kansas. Number eight on my list of uh, topics to write about, write a book about. Uh, boy, I even started this after my good friend Tinker passed away. I wrote quite a bit. Uh, right, it's right here in my computer. I go back and read it from time to time. Uh, my love of dogs would be therapeutic. Uh, it would help me. I don't know if it would help anybody else, but I've, I'm curious about where it was born exactly. It seems to be something that I attained later in my life with Tinker and now uh, Misty, who is, uh, man, I can't even put into words how much these dogs have meant to me. So that would be fun to write about, although I had kind of have. I've gotten, I probably wrote, Four or five thousand words on on Tinker. That's pretty cool. Maybe you should put that out someday. Nah. Yeah. It's kind of private stuff. Fair enough. Number seven, Mike, on your list of springtime activities you enjoy. Love road trips. And there's a road trip that I'm I'm gonna try to take this year if I haven't messed up yet, and that's to Wakina to see the rattlesnake roundup. But road trips for things like that just outside of Oklahoma City. Uh day trips to Guthrie. Uh, those types of things in the spring for me are a lot of fun. 
Have you ever been to the Rattlesnake Roundup? Oh, I have been to it. It's a fascinating little festival. I had friends that went that I never never went. Yeah, they had that big center pit where they have all those snakes that they've brought in and that there's actually people in there walking around picking them up and handling them. It's just an amazing thing to witness. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Number seven, Jeff, the book you want to write, number seven on your list. Um. I've thought about this a lot. I think there is a book out there sort of in the same vein, the same category, uh, but it wasn't done the way I envisioned it being done. Players with uh, one major league hit. One hit. That'd be fine. One hit wonders. I mean, one hitter quitters. There's very many ready-made titles. Can you really call him a wonder if they only had one hit? That's what I'm saying, one hit wonder. (laughs) <laughs> uh number seven on my list of topics for a book uh i attended all kinds of games uh back in my youth with my father and i don't know how i'd make that into a book i guess these are mostly just good memories that i have i don't know i don't know how i would write a book about that um but it certainly had an impact and I believe that that was done uh, to get us out of the house. And uh, we we spent many, many nights at the NBC World Series, at uh, minor league baseball games as I got older, uh, city league basketball, shocker basketball and football, derby high school games. I went with my dad to a lot of games. And I would uh, like to write about that. Number six, Mike, on your list of the best springtime activities. This is kind of a laid back one, but I enjoy it. I love having a beer sitting on the front porch, smelling the smell of a fresh cut lawn. You just had After your lawn cut, correct? Yeah. Well, I did. I mowed it here a couple of weeks ago, and then the weeds got so bad in a part, certain part of the yard, I had to have somebody come and do that for me. But uh, got it manicured. But after I'm done mowing, especially in the summertime, to sit on the porch and, and smell. Again, There's a another smell. summertime activity that you're. <laughs> Trying to shoehorn into the spring. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, but I, it starts in the spring. Because if you wait till the summer to mow your yard, you're in real trouble. That's true. <laughs> no question about that. Uh, number six, Jeff, books you would enjoy writing. Um, I have read a very good biography about that person. I uh, lent it to Weston Sharts and have not seen it since. Uh, this was many years ago. Why are you throwing Weston under the bus? <laughs> you have no idea how many books I've loaned people and never gotten back. Well, tell them. That's eh, whatever. Well, he just did. He told Weston. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Weston, if you're listening, I want my Johnny Carson book back. You'd write about Johnny Carson. I think it would be fun. What would you uncover that hasn't? Probably been? nothing, but you never know. You never know, I guess. This book was written by somebody who worked for him or worked closely with him and had some dirt. But I would just want to, oh. like, live in that world for a, a little while. Yeah, that'd be fine. Number I six. Video, Go I ahead, Mike. Video last, I watched the video last night with Carson as a guest on David Letterman. I've seen that, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good, uh, good segment. Yeah. Uh, number six on my list of topic matter and i actually did research on this and wrote this all down uh and i don't know what i did with it 
but the burial sites for Baseball Hall of Famers. Uh, I think that would be fascinating. Yeah. And I, this kind of connects, and I'm going to include it in number six. Uh, but I would, I am completely fascinated by the life and times of Rogers Hornsby, who I consider to be maybe the most forgotten superstar in the history of baseball. He's buried in Hornsby Bend, Texas. Now, I don't know. I, I think it would be incredible to write about that. I think it would be a bestseller to write about that. What would you? I don't know what I'd find. But Rogers Hornsby was not a good person. I, I don't. That's not something I'm taking into consideration. I know. I, I think it would be fascinating. You'd have to, to include write. it. Well, sure. I'm not going to leave it out. But it would be incredible to go to Hornsby Bend, Texas, and discover more about Rogers Hornsby. That's fine. That's fair. I got no problems with that selection. No. You guys might be helping somebody in Wichita make millions of dollars by them going and writing the books you're talking about. Well, I'll read them. Well, and, and if we do, I guess we've served our purpose. But I have yeah. thought about that Rogers Hornsby book for at least 20 years. I uh, took it to an even more expansive, why not write about the burial sites of every uh, Baseball Hall of Famer who is deceased with, uh, is this maybe morbid, but with a photo of the of the grave um, and, uh, you know, a little uh, chapter for all of them. I, that's I, a lot books. of chapters. That's a lot of chapters. Yeah. Maybe you could yeah. pick like 10 or 12. No, nah, you got to go. You There's do like all. 250 Hall of You got to do them all, man. Yeah, you don't have that. Well, just a, if all you do is a pa- paragraph or a page, it could be like a road travel book. I, I would buy that for that purpose to, hey, I'm traveling. He's buried here. Let's go find that is actually a whoever. good idea. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily like a do a biography chapter. on each person, but just right. a photo, and here's what this person accomplished, and uh, a little a little factoid on each. You could probably make that happen. I don't know. I'd buy, I'd buy either one of the two. <laughs> so we'll far, I haven't, heard a book mentioned that I haven't heard a book mentioned I wouldn't buy so far, So, but I love to read. The Rogers Hornsby thing, I think, would be compl- – I'm all in, except I'm not. Yes. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break, come back, finish up Top Ten Wednesday. Mike's going to hang around for a shorter-than-normal pop culture segment to wrap our show up. We'll be back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Johnny Rivers, Summer Rain, as we continue with the precipitation theme on the show. Uh, I heard about this uh, relatively new book on Jackie Robinson uh, called The Four Seasons, True, uh, by Kostya Kennedy, formerly a writer at Sports Illustrated. He's written several books, and I was told that this new book about Jackie uh, mentioned League 42. And sure enough, on page 253, uh, here's what it says. In 2021, League 42, uh, an eight-year baseball organization for urban children aged 5 to 14, unveiled outside its home field in Wichita, a bronze, life-size Jackie Robinson, bat on his right shoulder, left left arm akimbo. So That's cool. That is cool. That's really cool. Very happy about that. I have a little bit of uh, breaking news. What's the breaking news? Uh, We had Terry Nooner on the show asking him about his assistance, and his staff has been now announced. Announced. Uh, Nick Bradford is on the staff. Former Jayhawk. Uh, Brooke Costley, who uh, it appears has some AAU uh, experience in Missouri, and Antoine Scales. Really? Yes. All right, there you go. There go. Shockers with their new coaching staff. Uh, all right, Mike, number five on your list of springtime activities. And I do need to preface this. None of this was uh, organized or worked out in advance, but with the Johnny Rivers song, especially just playing that Max played, my number five pick was the smell of rain. Yeah, what's it I doing out the there right now? Is it raining? I don't know. I'm sitting in the living room, and there's a big solid front door with it's glass that I can't see through. So. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, the smell of rain. We haven't had a lot of that of late. No. Number five, Jeff, on your list of material for a book you may or may not write. Someday. I keep thinking of uh, other people. Maybe I should have taken a couple hours to uh, produce this list, but uh, Tom Hanks, number five. You want to be the person. That writes the Tom Hanks biography. There is no Tom Hanks book out there. And you think you're going to be that guy? No, I do not. But I think it would be Are interesting. Are you going to approach him? Yeah, I'll, I'll email him tomorrow. <laughs> Send a letter to the well, at least, At least my books are based in reality. Sure. That, but, that potentially... But I'm not talking about writing ten books, right? I'm talking about the ten You've taken one a books. different path to this. Right. I w- I'm talking about my top ten books I would write if I were to write a book. I would never write ten books, but if these would be worthy subjects 
I'm gonna. This is my life's work. This I'm gonna take a sabbatical. We've taken a little different look at it. Yeah. Uh, number five on my list of books that I think would be interesting, uh, at least from my perspective, and I mentioned this yesterday, which is how this whole conversation started. Uh, a book on City League basketball history. I think uh, it would do very well in this uh, in this town. I think people would look at it and say, I've got to have that book on my shelf. Mike? Well, the thing that's happening right now that I enjoy, you're asking me for my next on my list. Is that what you're asking for? No, I, he's asking you what you thought of my assertion <laughs> that people would want that book on their shelf. Well, I think... I think of all the books you've mentioned that I, I would like them all, that one may be the least, but that's okay. <laughs> well, there you go. You, that, uh, that's the dagger to my heart, but that's okay. Uh, number four, Mike, on your list of springtime stuff that you enjoy doing. I, my yard, my, my late wife used to be meticulous about my yard with flowers. And my irises are blooming now. And uh, I love the flowers that come up. And I've got rose bushes and irises and tulips and, and all kinds of other flowers. And so, but I love the flowers of spring. I like that. I like flowers as well. And my wife does a very nice job, even though I don't often give her enough credit. She does a very nice job of making sure we are covered in the flower department. Uh, number four, Jeff, on your list of subject matter for a book. Have to go a baseball player. Makes sense to go Cleveland with that baseball player. A, a controversial figure. I'd like to write about Albert Bell. Albert Bell on yeah. the list of uh, of topics for your one book. Yeah, when you read that book. Well, I don't know. I don't know how interested I am in Albert Bell at this stage. Well, probably. I might. I might read it. Depends on how much dirt you uncover. You know, it's. Because that's what sells the book on baseball. Got to get a lot of stuff. Well, a lot, and and yeah. how honest Albert Bell would be, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, number four on my list of subject matter for a book uh, would involve my long love affair with the St. Louis Cardinals. It started in 1963. Um, the memories that I have of that, and why it exists, and why the my love of the Cardinals survived all my years as a journalist when my love of the Shockers did not. Because you covered the Shockers. Right. Well, I know that, but still, it, I'm a human being. And while I didn't love the car, or I didn't uh, cover the, sh the Cardinals, uh, I was able to maintain this this deep infatuation with that, that franchise, even with uh, John Mozeliak running it. Ugh. Guy. You, you tie that in some way, and it has to be fictionalized a little bit. Tie that in with you growing up, a boyhood love of the Cardinals, and follow that story. You got a hit TV show, Bob, or a movie, or I prefer the TV show on that. There <laughs> you go. I story. think it'd be a great story. If I if I only had the wherewithal to pull it off. Oh well, we can't do everything we want in one life. Maybe there's a maybe there's another chance, right, Mike? Yeah, could be. Uh, number three on your list of springtime fun. This kind of has to do with smells, too, but it has to do with a lot more smells than it does, and it has to do with eating. I love to start cooking out. Some people cook out year-round, 
I generally start cooking out in the spring, whether that be hamburger, steak, fish, or chicken, or whatever. I love the smell of charcoal and cooking out. None of that gas stuff. You need charcoal or wood. Yeah, my dad did a lot of that cooking out. Again, I go back to my youth. And uh, unfortunately, that's not something I carried over. I don't, I'm a little disappointed in myself for that. Number three, is it, Jeff, is it weak that my uh, wife enjoys cooking out? I don't, I don't it's really, not weak on her part. I don't really. Kind of weak. <laughs> but you don't either. <laughs> well, it's kind of weak. Well, I just said that. Fine. Well, I don't really agree. But it's all I don't good. Care who's cooking. I don't care who's cooking out as long as somebody's cooking out and they're sharing. That's all I want. Exactly. If Number I mean, three, I Jeff, care. book subject matter. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the guy I mentioned yesterday, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Only number three. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, I mean, that's pretty high on the list. Well, I mean, I, we, we approach this in a different way. I mean, if I was going to write a book about a professional wrestler, it would be Handsome Harley Race. I get it. Because he had the most impact on my life. I would choose Hulk Hogan because I don't know what's true or what's not about his wow. life. He's he's created this aura of basically myth that I don't know. I want to cut through it. Uh, number three on my list, and uh, these top three are all difficult, or at least they're very close. I could They could go really in any order. Uh, but number three would be writing about uh, my wife who I think is worthy of a, a book because I've never met anyone like her. And I've met a lot of people, and she's just uh, her grace and dignity and personality. I've known her now 15 years, and I've never seen her in a bad mood, and I don't, I don't understand that. I, don't, I do not understand that. Can someone, can someone explain it, Mike? I think your wife has a deep faith that has a legitimate role in her life. I think Debbie's amazing, and you're both lucky people. She's got an amazing husband. You have an amazing wife. So. Jeff just gave you a, hmm. That's Jeff. <laughs> uh, number two on your list, Mike, of springtime fun. This it sounds crazy. It sounds like it's fun. But as long as no one gets hurt, I love storms. Uh, I'm with you on that. That they don't. Kansas. I mean, there's so much power and beauty in a good storm. And uh, where I come from in East Tennessee, we never saw anything or experienced anything like that, like we get to in Kansas. So, but but I love a good storm. It seems like it's hard to have a storm now without some damage. Uh, Yeah, they are pretty intense usually. I'm with you though. I I do like uh, a good storm. Uh, number two, Jeff, your list of book subject matter. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac makes the list. He, yeah, he's my man. Um, yeah. He's got an autobiography, or he wrote one while he was living, and it was good. I think I could do not better than him, but just more extensive. Longer book. Tell more information. Well, I'd, uh, that'd be an interesting uh, interesting topic for sure. You know I love Bernie. Well, yeah. Of course I know you love Bernie. Okay. Uh, number two for me, subject matter for a book would be, again, kind of self-centered here, I feel bad about, would be my mental health. 
um, because I come from uh, a family that has had its share of mental health stuff, and my mental health would be interesting to write about. So that's what. Could you get a whole two. book out of that? Oh, I think I could. Really? I think I. Could. I don't know. In my mental health, I'd just say it's it's up and down. I think that would be the book. I I, I think I could get some mental health things about if I was completely honest about my mental health. Uh, the the tough part would be to be completely honest and forthright. Right. But uh, that's why we write books. Number one, Mike, on your your list, your favorite springtime activity. Well, people, I think sometimes people think I just do movies and stuff like that, and they forget. You know, I played sports in college and after college, and the one sport I didn't play, I absolutely love. Spring is the start of baseball. I love, I love the start of baseball season with preseason and everything that goes with it. Every everybody, including the Guardians, has a hope. You know, for a few weeks, and <laughs> it's just. Uh, it's it's a great time. I love, I absolutely love and adore the game of baseball. So that's my number one thing I enjoy about the spring. Uh, normally, I'd say I agree, but the Cardinals are making this not easy to enjoy so yeah. far. But, but the start of it, you know, everybody, yeah. everybody's a dreamer on day one. I I hear you, and I'm uh, I'm completely with you, Jeff. Your number one topic for the book you'll never write. Can you guess? No. Glenn Fry. I can. I can. You'd write about Glenn Fry, not Don Henley. Don Henley's still alive. We hold out hope that he'll write his book. But Glenn cannot, so why not Why, why not me? Okay. Glenn Fry. Of course. Was that your guess, Mike, or were you going to say Don yeah, Henley? Yeah, you, you, jumped, you jumped in before I could say it. I was going to say something related to the Eagles. Yeah. That's no what doubt. I was going to say. Yeah. Well, I could write about the Eagles as well. Uh, but I, again, I, I didn't get to that. Number one. You want to on, do an Eagles podcast with me? No. All right. Mike? <laughs> sure. No interest. As long as we can throw in some ELO. Yeah. See, that's what everybody says when I ask them to do it. Well, can we do this, Ben? No. But, Just yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, number one on my list of books, topics would be my mother. I would love to delve in, except uh, she's gone now. And uh, it would probably probably be pretty difficult. Uh, I don't know who I'd uh, go to uh, to talk about her or to get recollections. But my mother's the most fascinating woman I've ever had in my life, good and bad. And uh, it'd be interesting to write about. How many people? I mean, I remember your your mother, my grandmother, but I can't like sit here and describe her. And talk about a, a lot of experiences I have with her. Is there anybody still with us who could do that? Well, there's a, a woman that was our next door neighbor who recently lost her husband, who could probably do a pretty good job of that. Uh, but I don't know if she would be interested in that. Uh, there's some neighbors that that knew my mother uh, that are grown now, obviously, and. Uh, might be able to shed some light. Uh, I don't think there's any living relatives of my mom. Uh, she had a, a son, my half-brother, uh, but I don't know how, how much he would want to participate. 
So I don't know. I've thought about doing something sort of similar about my mother because I don't know. I I feel like there's probably a lot that I didn't know about her. So just like talk like a podcast. One episode would be her dad. One episode would be, for example, you. No, my, I'm not doing that. Talk about how you met. I'll my tell sister. you how I met. Well, we could do 30 minutes about it. Nah, I'll tell you right my, now. My how sister, I met. her brothers. Mike, we're her... going to take a break and come back and talk to you about pop culture. But okay. I'll tell you how we met sometime. I've already told you. I know. You. Where'd I'm, I meet her? Softball. How? What were the circumstances? She was dating some other guy. Yeah, and, and, I, and I swooped in and said. You, you hit some here's seeing the, eye single. and she Here's impressed. the line. Baby, you're coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't even take it seriously. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is some funny stuff. Mike Furches, a little uh, pop culture talk as we uh, make our way through the raindrops that are threatening to postpone our league action for a second consecutive night, actually a third consecutive night. We only got in half of our games Monday. This stinks. But this is hopefully the last day of this for a while. And we do need rain. Yes, we do. There's no question about that. Uh, Mike, what have you been watching of late? Well, the last two movies I saw both had to do with demonic possession. One I loved, the other I hated. Wait, you've uh, seen two was... movies since we saw a movie together? Yeah, the one I saw The Post Exorcist, and then I saw Evil Dead. Uh, since since we went to the movie together, yeah, that hurts. Which one did you uh, like? I, I loved Pope's Exorcist about Father Amort that supposedly is based on a true story. It was uh, I, I I don't like it when evil wins in a movie. I mean, obviously my faith is important, but when evil wins and there's no redemptive value, I just don't like it. And uh, there's a lot of people, God bless them, that they will love Evil Dead Rise. You know, it's for what it is. It's a good movie. But there is no redemption. There's no winners in that movie. And uh, it was, again, well done, scary as I'll get out. But I just didn't care for it. So, uh, But then Jeff and I did see a really good, we went to see, it was a really good movie. And one that I think that you would really enjoy, Bob, if Jeff hasn't told you that. And uh, that was the, uh, what's the name of that movie, Jeff? It's, somewhere in Queens. Somewhere in Queens. I knew the Queens part. I didn't remember if it was somewhere in Queens. It's, I love the story. And uh, a good family story that involves sports as a backdrop, and uh, and it was good seeing it with Jeff too. So it was, you know, I, I, it's one of those movies. I, I wrote a little bit about it when I did a review online, and uh, uh, well worth. It, it's, isn't it good to see Ray Romano back? I love and, Ray and, Romano. And I, I, I never I, really I, got I into. Too. I never really got into Everybody Loves Raymond, and I probably won't ever really go back and watch it. But when he was on Parenthood. Uh, he was unbelievable as an actor, and I think he still is really good. This was he wrote the movie, so obviously a good part for him. I don't know why I haven't jumped in. I I've watched probably seventy percent of Everybody Loves Raymond, but it's not one I watch the reruns of, and I don't yeah. know why because every time I watch it, it's it's really my funny. my viewpoint on that is like it's a little King of Queens ish. Oh my god. Kind of every King ep- of Queens is a great kind of every episode right, is the same. Right, Mike? On King of Queens. Yeah, I think they're both really good. I, I actually liked her by Love Raymond. Uh I do too. Yeah, because, because I because I love I love Ray Romano. And uh at one thing and I love Kevin James. Yeah, I I love And I love Ray Romano. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're just lovebirds. <laughs> so any, one of the things about the movie that I didn't realize that he had, uh, that Ray Romano directed that movie, and uh, and there is early early buzz about him being considered for an Oscar nomination because of his direction in the movie. Huh. And so I I didn't realize all these things until Jeff and I went to see the movie. I didn't even know what the movie was until we went to see the movie. And uh, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I stumbled there, upon a little preview of it, and it looked good. So wanted yeah. to see it. First movie I've seen in the theater since Christmas of 2021. So it's yeah, been, uh, it's been a almost a year and a half. And the Latin in that movie was Licorice Pizza, which stunk and uh, turned me off going to movies for a little while at least. I gotta, I gotta take that plunge. I gotta get back out there into a movie theater. Uh, which I have not done in more than three years, so I got to figure that out, uh, and I will, I will yeah. when the time is right. I believe well, it. Well, I'm seeing I'm seeing the Covenant tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Guy Ritchie, uh, I'm seeing George Foreman this week. But the one thing I wanted to make mention of, because I've been kind of dogged about it, uh, I think even on this show when it started out, Bob, I'm on season two of Ascension. I didn't know it was a fourth season. I didn't know that realized they were in their fourth season. You're on but season on two the, of what? Ascension. A, or succession. Succession. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that makes more sense. Succession. Yeah. So I'm on episode four of season two right now. So I started watching it. Thoughts? I've made, the, I've made the commitment. It's very interesting. So far, I'm trying to figure out if there's anybody in it that I like. There uh, won't be. Yes. <laughs> But the four the characters in this thing uh, from this family, I love movies that deal with power, or what I, what I like to call perceived power. And boy, this 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 show is filled with people who think they have some level of power uh, simply because of who their daddy is. Well, let me and, let me tell you this: you will not like any of these characters, and that's yeah, what makes I'll, them so memorable. Yeah, they're very memorable. It's a great job of acting and storytelling. Uh, I don't know if it would be one of my top favorite movies or TV series that I've watched. But I'm if when I realized it was four seasons, I could have said, I'm not watching this. But I thought, <laughs> well, Bob said it's good, so I'm going to go ahead and watch it. And I'm on season two, episode four right now. So well, this is the last a, season. The of a week. And uh, I think Brian Cox is, is just an incredible and and all of them really but it's it you're, there's nobody there's nobody likable there's no uh there's no good guys in that show yeah. um, it makes you it makes you wonder about that you know i've never known anyone that lives in that kind of a world and uh it, it makes you kind of wonder about people that do i'm telling you that oh absolutely it's yeah it's uh, very it's very thought provoking it's a quest for power for yeah. sure uh, all right, Mike. We on the back for, I deserve a pat on the back for starting to watch it. I'm very out. proud of you. Jeff would never take me up on no, that. I'll give you two pats. <laughs> and we're going to uh, make another date move for maybe Jeff. So. <laughs> I'm Mike, in once I find what I want to see. Mike, thank okay. you. It's always a pleasure. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Enjoy it. See uh, Mike Furches with the Top Ten Wednesday and then hanging around talking a little bit of pop culture. Uh, the rain is uh, falling. I don't know what the status of the Shocker game is tonight against Kansas. I would presume they'll do everything in their power to play now that they've got KU on their way down, right? Uh, yeah, you would assume. So we'll see. Uh, the reason what well, was upsetting yesterday when they had to 
uh, call off the Oklahoma Wichita yeah, State Yeah, and then they could have easily played it. Yeah, but you that, again, you don't want to tell Oklahoma, yeah, come on down. Okay, but it's two and a half risk, hours. With the risk of not playing. Right? Mm. Wrong. Right. Uh, that's called taking care of your neighbor. Yeah, but... Everybody wanted to see that game. Just come sure. and go back. Mm, We've not, all been disappointed. We don't before. do that. We'll be back to wrap it up after this. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.